Hi, I'm Corey Fry, creator, host, and sole writer of its 1985 Good Morning. Well, some of the tens of you have noticed I've been gone for a couple of months. You know, you've called me up and called it laziness. I, uh, I prefer to think of it as more of a subconsciously calculated hiatus. Creative retooling may be a better term, but I'm not creative, and I'm still the same old tool I ever was. Uh, part of my absence was due to a lingering flu that had me hawking inopportune phlegm blarfs long after the sickness passed. I could barely get through a 20-syllable sentence without sounding like my grandpa reincarnated as a freight train. Uh, however, I was also trying other forms of media, um, other other formats. Podcasting ain't everything, right? You gotta you gotta be everywhere now. I tried toilet repair videos. I broke both my arms in some world star style Parker annex around the graveyard. And uh, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I also did about three makeup tutorials. And here's a bit of one. Now, I don't know about you ladies, but I swear by the Urban Decay Naked Skin Weightless Ultra Definition Liquid Makeup for general overall foundational maintenance, it exudes a maturity I find lacking in other presentational applications. Okay, first, I take this brush thingy that, well, it kind of looks like a fat fingered gun mole cigar and I swipe it lengthwise, lengthwise. Imagine standing behind a happy horse, but I swipe it lengthwise across the contours of my left cheekbone because that's my best side. That's my me side. That's totally me. And then I can't recommend this enough. The ELF contouring blush and bronzer duo because fuck knows when I go out for hamburgers I want to be mistaken for the sluttiest of the Kardashians yeah oh yeah oh that looks good oh I look fucking great uh, yeah would you fuck me I'd fuck me Fuck me hard. I fuck me so hard. Oh yeah. Is this a brow pencil? Because I've been using it to fix my Fitbit. I also tried my hand at public access television. Today we're visiting Peter Kep at Second Helpings under the Pacific Overpass to help give this iconic homeless shelter a new view makeover.
Welcome back. I'm standing here with Peter Kep. Peter's known as the King of Street Trash. Now, tell us, Peter, what do you need to make this shelter sparkle? Well, we kind of need some new pots for the Sunday soup service. I hope the city sees fit to give us about 12 more beds for the summer. Say no more, Peter. Say no more ever again. What I'm hearing from you is open floor plan. Well, we do got some space in the back, I was thinking. Time is precious, Peter. Shut your fucking mouth. The only space I want from you is your open trench and no sound coming from it. Now, I think this room has potential if we change the footprint this is my office, actually. Wrong. This space cries out as an antechamber leading to a multi-columned portico inspired by Appalachian mythology. I can see this entire back wall here as a Leroy Neiman mural of Artis Gilmore. And this other wall here, um, it's, it's either got to come down or uh, maybe, um, how about a mahogany paneled pony wall? The point here, Peter, is to help make the bums and junkies feel welcome, right? Like Artist Gilmore himself is watching over them. I think we're on the same page there. Uh, oops, excuse me, sir. Sorry about that. Give me a dollar. What do you think of low-hanging ivy? Trick question, don't care. Now, where would you like the seven kitchen islands? Later, I graduated to the truck rant. And uh, thanks to Travis for the use of his forerunner. I don't know about y'all, but I gotta get something off my mail right now. And I hope you hit the like button. I hope you shout, because I think it's an important message for all parents to hear. How's my hair? My kids today have absolutely no respect for them elders. That's something you didn't see when I was a kid. And if you did see it, because the old guy was drunk and he was talking shit, but we were good enough, we were at least respectful, and that when we kicked his ass, we didn't go for the face. That was off limits. Stomach, balls, that was all. But I swear, man, these kids today, problem is they was raised on fondue, Obama, and Kumbaya, and they all say, Ooh, Junior's just expressing himself, get it out of his system. But I swear, if I pulled this crap with my daddy when I was this age, like this one time, I looked at my mama wrong, and my daddy left my stepmama in Phoenix, he flew in, and he whooped my ass. And I tell you, man, he's kicking the front door, and he say, boy... I hear you stare down your maker like you was bad or something. I show you bad, you dickless little motherfucker. You yank them britches down, boy, and you take what's coming to you. So I drop my wranglers, and he sprayed them down with a lot of fluid, and he say, boy, you pull your pants up in front of your daddy, and I'm like, I can't, daddy. My pants are on fire. And he say, boy, I didn't shoot no bitches out of my cannon. You pull your pants up like a man, and you let them flames do the talking. So I wore them pants for six weeks, and I had to relax them every goddamn morning after my sugar smacks. And that's real pain. Tough love. Goddamn. Man. This, 
fucking daddy. But all kidding aside, God's honest truth is uh, I just needed a break. I needed to live outside my head for a couple of months, breathe some big city air, go listen to some live music, general maintenance, you know, continuing figuring out what the show should be and living it with you, the steps and all. So I'm back, and on second thought, let's scratch that hiatus. Instead, welcome to season two. Well, actually, that's about all the time we have left for this episode. I, I, I'm sorry, I got this thing, uh, but thanks again for listening and for uh, putting up with me into a second season, and I'll see you next. Hey, 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 what, what's this? What is this? Okay, okay. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Movie Corner. Earlier this evening, I had the distinct pleasure... Epic Marvel, Marvel Movie, movie Magic! Yes, it's epic. And when we say magic, we don't mean magic like that pussy Doug Henny, but magic like Black Sabbath in their cultural prime. Years before technical ecstasy, and then during the majestic reign of King Ronnie James Dio, we're talking sexy fucking magic. This podcast has volunteered to present an impartial analysis of Avengers and Game the explosive finale to the long-running franchise launched by Marvel Studios that came to conquer the universe. Everyone saw it this weekend. They did, and they loved it. To the tune of $900 trillion in Delaware alone. Avengers unite! Avengers assemble! Avengers kneel before your storytelling gods!
What the fuck was that? God, aren't there enough music cues on this show as it is? Jesus Christ. Who the hell is responsible for this crap? Okay. <clears throat> Earlier this evening, I had the distinct pleasure of seeing Avengers Endgame from Marvel Studios. Surely, inarguably, the climactic capper of Stan Lee's esteemed legacy. Legacy. I was not accompanied and monitored by two studio representatives, nor was I served a threatening letter for not attending a mandatory screening opening weekend and declining an identifying logo seared into my flesh. I am sorry to say I did not like the movie much. Wink conspiratorially. Oh. <clears throat> Ow. I liked it a lot. Wow. It makes you forget Chris Evans was ever in Not Another Teen Movie. And if you remember Jeremy Renner from National Lampoon's Senior Trip, you won't remember him for that anymore. He shoots arrows with more gravitas than before. Robert Downey Jr. is so sympathetically pained, you'll remember he was once an actor. We are not asking that you not see these icons in non-Marvel-sanctioned productions, but we are not responsible for what happens to your house pets if you disobey a friendly but non-binding suggestion. Oh, was I not supposed to wink there? Oh. Yes, the movie is very special. If you liked Avengers, and we know you did because you're still alive, and if you remain gainfully employed, you're welcome. Your body will cleanse itself of all non-Marvel-related influence. The script is like Marvel, has so much money now that it exhumed Patty Chayefsky, reactivated his monumental brainwaves, and said, Patty, give us something for Star-Lord to say when Josh Brolin of Goonies and flirting with disaster fame under layers of zeros and ones, although our Marvel computer effects team dabbles solely in thousands and millions, when Josh points his bejeweled knuckles in a menacing fashion, and Patty weaves a hooter that schoolchildren quote on their deathbeds. Not that such a thing is scientifically possible, but perhaps it is. Forget I said anything, but don't forget I said nothing. 
check out this pivotal scene. Captivating. Which reminds me, bring your tissues, because you are bound to befoul the seats with your helplessly ejected rapture. Um, because Avengers Endgame exemplifies why we go to the movies. Emotion. It is the universal language that binds us together. And this weekend, in the popcorn and soda darkness, the world, for once, was one. That is why we are announcing our candidacy for the President of the United States in 2020 to unite this nation as true believers, one Hulk under God. Avengers End Game, now playing whenever, wherever, to whoever, forever. I'm Corey Fry, trapped in a world he never made. Your side, I'm for you, Mr. Bill Salty, Red Room, Hackles, Blackin, Strayer, the Little, In Our Black Lines, Class, Killer Bob, Green Soul, Orange Soy, Dougie Jones, the worst leaf country, the worst leaf the same, the worst leaf vessel, the room, that's the, the room, guarantee.